Good morning, everyone, and happy Monday. I hope everyone had a fabulous weekend. I know that I did. Today is a very, very special episode because I have an individual who left the company Rodan Enfields, and she is going to spill all of the tea. Welcome to the Persuasion Pitch. Okay, so I have a special guest with me today, and we're going to refer to her as Jane Doe, and she was a consultant with Rodan and Fields. So before we get into it, I just have a question. How long were you in this company, with this company? Hi. Well, for, thank you so much for letting me share my story. I really appreciate it. I was with uh, Rodin Fields for three and a half years, about. So a long time. It is a long time. It is a very long time. Um, yeah, I, I really do appreciate you sharing your story with me. I know it takes a lot of courage. And congratulations on leaving because that's a huge huge thing, like a huge step. Um, so, and I actually, for all of my listeners, I found her in my, through my good friend, Monica, she's on YouTube, Monica Hayworth. I know her in real life and on YouTube. So if you guys are not subscribed to her channel, go subscribe to it. She's an amazing individual. So how were you recruited into this company? So I, it, it's a, a little bit embarrassing. So what, at the time when I was, um, when I first heard about Rodan Fields, I was a second time mom. So I had just had my second baby. Um, he was about three months old and I was hating my job. I was like, I don't want to do this job anymore. Um, I actually have a PhD, so I am in academia, um, but my particular position is not very stable. So I am what's called an adjunct or a lecturer, which means that I go to different universities um, and I teach there, I'm paid by course. So it's not, I didn't have, a lot of times it doesn't come with benefits. Um, so, you know, it just didn't have a lot of stability. I wasn't liking it. And, you know, having two kids, I was like, oh, I just don't want to keep doing this anymore. And I, um, had a friend from grad school who was, had posted about Rodan Fields and she posted something, I think it was on Instagram about something she had won and like a little gift. Right. And I just thought, oh, that's really interesting. I don't know anything about this. And I knew about these types of companies. I didn't even really know the name for them, right? But I just knew like, I don't like it, right? Like I don't like them, but I didn't know that what she was doing was the same thing. But anyways, so I was like, oh, what is this? And then I, um, so I actually commented on her like, hey, you know, like, what is this all about? Of course, she then sends me a private message and is like, oh my gosh, I was just thinking of you and how are you doing? And I'd love to tell you more. And I just kind of like, I remember thinking like, oh, of course, right? She's, yeah. I don't know, but I was like, yeah, I'm open to hearing more about it. So she 
and I talked, she shared with me all the stuff. And um, the reason why I, I knew I didn't like these companies, right? Like these other types of companies is that one of the things um, I am have family members who have been in these types of companies and what they had was a ridiculous amount of inventory that they had to buy and then had to try to resell. And I just thought like, that's such a horrible system, right? Because then you're stuck with all this stuff if you can't sell it. And so I knew I didn't want that, but so that was a big thing. That was a big draw for me that I could, you know, sell these products and they're by the dermatologists and yada, yada. And I didn't have to stock inventory and there's no quotas and all this stuff that I thought was so great. And so that's when, you know, in talking with her, I, she had invited me to some online event, like recruitment event where I was told, you know, all the ins and outs. And I still wasn't sure, still wasn't sure. And then I talked to my spouse about it and he was like, you know, I mean, if you, if it, this is something that you can have fun with and you think you, you can make money, why not? You know, it was just sort of like a, okay, you know, like I'm, I, I think I'm going to do this. And then I did. <laughs> so I joined, it was October. When was that? 2016, maybe? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing with a lot of these companies, like it does not matter your background, your profession, your education level. I know, per I personally know math teachers that are in multi-level marketing companies. Like, you know, it's, it just, you know, they, they target anyone that they can, you know, oh, yeah. and. Well, yeah. and I really do feel that my, um, my degree, my career was used as a selling point for other people, right? So it was, you know, I was often invited to talk, um, to give talks at events. I was often, you know, so it was this, and I, I saw like, I, there's, there's doctors, there's, you know, there's high level professionals, um, former lawyers or current lawyers, uh, psychologists, counselors, like all these people that you think it sort of gives legitimacy of what the company is, but it's not. Now I see I was in a very vulnerable place. Yes. And that's why exactly I, it was so appealing to me. Right. Um, and not, you know, so when I wasn't in that place, that vulnerable place, and it it no longer made sense, which I'll get into <laughs> why, why I left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely like these companies, they do not discriminate at all on who they, who they recruit and um, looking at my notes. So before I ask, before I ask what made you leave, mm -hmm. I want to ask, did you see reps, other reps, using religion and you know like the bible and bible verses and quotes out of the bible you know just all that did you see them using that in order to pitch this quote-unquote opportunity you yes <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily the team that i was on or the teams because there's like you're on multiple teams because each one of your uplines has their team whatever it's uh, it's a shape <laughs> it creates a particular shape right so I there was a larger um, 
plat group on Facebook that's a ton, like, I don't know how many consultants were on there. It was a ridiculous amount. And it was called the daily experience. And on there, every single day, one, uh, there would be a top leader consultant who would go on there and sort of give this like motivational kind of pitch, or sometimes they would, they would give advice. They would say like how to recruit, how to whatever, how to, um, like how to handle objections, what if this happened, you know, like all of these things to sort of, it's basically constant indoctrination, right? So you're constantly being fed all of this information about how to be successful in the company, right? And so that's where you get there that, um, so not anyone who was, I was in their downline, like none of them really did that in terms of using scripture, but other leaders most definitely did I mean there was one about the story of I don't, I don't even I don't even know the names of it but someone you know like all these bible stories and then they would compare it to like this is like you you know they're asking for this in the bible and they're saying how do I you know whatever and then that, that's exactly what we're doing here when you can ask this and the, you know so yes there was a lot of comparisons so you know it was just one of those like you just yes yeah, so it was it was definitely something that happened often um yeah in that larger group right yeah. not necessarily the team that I was on yeah yeah that's man oh, okay um <laughs> so, <laughs> then let me talk to you about did so okay first of all we did speak off of recording about the money back guarantee so when someone they have what is it um i forgot how many days is it like six days or i don't know i forget um, i think i want to say it's either 60 or 90 days i don't remember right. i want then, 60 days sounds sounds about right and i know it whatever however many days i know it's from the time you order it until the time it gets back so it has to be 60 days within the time you order place your order yeah you know to your house and right. then it gets back to the company so whenever like it could be an empty bottle you know the money back mm -hmm. here so whenever someone does not want the product anymore and they decide to send it back within that time frame does the company pay for their money back i mean does the company give the you know the customer their money back or does the consultant take you know eat that money and they have to pay the customer back so technically the company is paying them back so the refund comes from the company but the amount gets taken whatever commission you made off of that sale is taken out of your next paycheck so the consultant eats that cost. They they're the one they they, they lose their commission for that. Yes. So, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah, I did want to address that. And so, whenever you decided to leave, did your upline? Did they get cut you off? Like, did they block you on social media? Did they say that you were a hater, a naysayer? You didn't work hard enough. The whole, you know, the whole nine yards. Did they, did they do that to you? 
So I did not have that experience. I know that's something that happens to a lot of people. My, my experience when I did decide to leave was that um, I had a phone conversation and my, my upline, she saw it coming. So she said, um, you know, I told her like, Hey, we need to talk. I text her and she was like, okay, whatever we're going to talk about, just know that, you know, I still, (laughs) so she, yeah, she knew, I think she knew it was coming. Um, and so when she and I talked, um, on the phone, she, I just explained to her what I was experiencing and why I needed to leave. And she was, she was like, I completely understand. It's, I, you know, I respect your decision. She's like, obviously I want you to stay. Um, mm-hmm. And then, um, all right. So she was understanding. Um, so, I mean, that, that is rare. It is rare, yeah. but we were also friends outside of this, right? So it wasn't like this was the only thing that we had we we I, I do like her and that I think that is the hard part um is that the people that I met and interacted with weren't terrible people they weren't mean they were I mean everyone was really kind and and supportive and I didn't feel like you know I didn't feel like there would be any backlash or anyone would be necessarily mean I didn't know um I also didn't see that necessarily when with other people I also left very quietly like I didn't make a big scene I talked with Um, So when I did that, after I talked with her, I submitted the paperwork to terminate my contract with Ferdinand Fields. And then after that, I guess they, my upline got sent the information saying that I had terminated. So my upline's upline, right? Um, I didn't hear from her, but I, from the up above that were, um, there's about three more of them and they all said, hey, you know, I, I heard that you terminated and it makes me so sad. Just know that one of them was like, don't, you know, just so you know, you're not getting rid of me. I still want to be friends and was very sweet. And was like, very, very, like they were more shocked and like, oh, I didn't know that this was something that you were thinking about. Cause I'd just seen them um, a few months before that at a retreat. So I. That is so rare, but that's great. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, the interesting thing is that <laughs> I hadn't really talked to them. They would, I, so I feel like they didn't cut me out. I was a one more who needed some distance, right? And I posted something that was an anti-MLM. And I think I, I um, shared about this in, in one of the groups. I was like, I'll have your, was that you? I was like, I'll have your back if I need to go on the post. Was that you? Uh, maybe it wasn't you. No. And I was like, do you need me to have your back? I'll go on your, your post and <laughs> if anybody gives you any. About it, yeah. But. So I, I posted, I shared something that was from an anti-MLM content creator. And I had immediately after I shared that, I had, I was bombarded with people who I used, like were RNF people that I were, I guess my people before. And they were like, Hi, I was just thinking of you. How are you? And then, oh my gosh, I had a dream about you the other day. How oh my have God. you been? And then another one that was, what was the other one? And then one that was more direct. It was like, hey, I saw that you're anti-MLM now. Why? Right? And so. They want to know what 
what's going on? What happened? Why were you, you know, you're in this, in this company and now like they just, they want to know. Um, right. So they, they, it was very hard to, because, um, and I talked with a few other people about this, like, um, Lillian Lalo, I don't know if you know her, but she has a podcast called toxic positivity. Um, yes. Yes, I love her. Yes, she's fantastic. She's amazing. Yeah. And so she had, I kind of shared that experience and she said, you, they don't know that they're doing this, but that's actually a cult manipulation tactic, right? Of just, I was like, oh, like it's so, I almost feel like I can't trust myself, right? Like, like figure out whether someone's intentions are, like are what if I'm being not, and it's not that they are trying to hurt me. It's just, they are also so much in it that they don't even see what they are doing. And I feel so much guilt and shame because I was the same way. I didn't see it for so long. Well, but I think, I think that's part of the process, right? Like I, I know that I, I don't have to feel guilty, but I also feel like it's an important part of healing and, and moving forward and just like sit with that. Right. Because for so long I was stuffing away any sort of like oh, this doesn't feel right. Oh, this is, you know, like I was, and so to now just be in it and just be like really reflective and honest, like very, very honest and not try to, you know, like I, I know that before I, I, things would come up and I would just spin it, right? Like any sort of like, oh, but what about this? And I would just spin it because I was so used to always spinning it. So now um, I don't know, it's just, I'm, I'm allowing myself the space and the grace to just be in that like yeah I I did that and I it feels horrible and I'm just working through those feelings which is part of the reason why I preferred to be anonymous at this point because I am still so raw and and I feel like I I don't want to um I guess I'm just I was I was posting on social media so often and mm-hmm. so now I'm like, I just don't even want to be out there. Like I just, for my own mental health, like I just don't yeah. Yeah. I, I, need that. Who was with Unique and they left and they, they expressed the same feelings that you are to me, which was they're like, I feel so guilty. They even like started crying. They're like, I feel so bad. I feel so bad. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, so yeah, you know, it's, it's just something that comes with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and it is, it's right. cult, cult tactics. So, yes, yes. Um, go ahead. I see you looking down at your okay. notes. I'm just looking down. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I asked, you know, if they cut you off and, you know, what made, did I ask you what made you leave? Not yet. Kind of. Okay. So, yeah, that's where I was, I was getting to is what was like the final thing? Like, what made you say, you know what, like, I'm done. This is it. I am done. Like, was it a video you watched? Was it just a whole bunch of things adding up and building up? And then you were like, you know, and it just kind of exploded. Like, what made you say, this is the final straw. I'm done. Mm-hmm. What was that? Uh, so I... I had been thinking about leaving for a while or quitting for a while. And it just, because as many people, as you know, like you run out of your warm market and then all of a sudden you're like, 
you know, where is this going? Um, I, I was really successful in terms of having customers. I had a lot of customers, um, not as quote unquote successful at recruiting people, which maybe that like makes me feel better <laughs> about this whole situation. I didn't get too many people involved in this. Um, but when I just started feeling like there's who else, like I'm just tired of this like posting and, put, you know, it's like always keeping up the the hype and I just didn't feel like doing it anymore. And that was in like November, December of 2019. I was like, mm, I don't think I should do this anymore. But then I would get like a random message from someone being like, hey, do you do you sell Rodana Fields? Um, like from a like acquaintance, right? So it'd be like, hey, are you still selling? I'd love to buy from you. And so that would like keep me in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like it would just sort of like, oh, like I got the- that. Say it again. Yeah, you could just make the commission off of that, right? So right. Well, then it was like it was like a little dopamine hit, right? Because it was like, oh, like maybe not so. Yeah, maybe I didn't hit everyone up yet. You know, like I should keep trying, right? And then I went to, and I was ready to quit. And then I that would happen. I had signed up for a retreat in January. And yeah. the retreat, I had already paid for it. So I was like, ugh, let me just go to this thing. It was yeah. fine. Make the reps. All of you listeners, they they don't just send you on these trips and retreats. You know, the the reps are the ones that have to pay for this themselves. Right. The company's not sending. You know, they're they're not out any money. The company's not. Right. right. And it was a it was a team retreat, so it wasn't corporate, but there was a corporate person there. And can I tell you that this person I mean, like, I like the team people, but the the corporate people, she was like the corporate trainer. It was just, she had outdated slides. So she's like, we're going to have this, this is the projected growth. But when you looked at the dates, it would say like 2017. And I'm like, how is (laughs) your, how are your slides outdated? Like, this is just from corporate. I know it was bizarre and just like, it was a lot, it was a lot. So then. I went to this retreat and they had a panel and one of the women was so praised and told to talk about and like how she got the most whatever of the year, like she, she had the most sales or something like that. And she said, well, one of the things that I did is I consistently followed up with people, follow up, follow up, follow up. So it's reach out to people and then follow up with them. And they're in your funnel and you have to just keep following up. And she's like, there are people that I followed up with up to 12 times. And then finally they would say yes. And I remember, I was sitting the next day, we were sitting at breakfast and I w- we were talking about that. And I said, I don't know, 12 feels like a lot. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not gonna do that. Like, I don't want to do that. And someone else was like, well, I do that. And someone else was like, yeah, I think that's what that, I, I think that's a good thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I felt like the crazy person. No, no, no. Uh, they, they, say, they say, no does not mean no. It means not, not right. right now. Yeah. So no, it's not no, it's not right now. It's so ridiculous. And thinking about that, it always bothered me. I was never one to like try to pressure people or try to harass people at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I was like, I don't I like maybe following up like once or twice, maybe, but I'm not gonna do 12 times. So I felt like the crazy person. Um, and then they so I went on that retreat and then pandemic hit. And I was like, 
I didn't feel like selling or recruiting before this. I definitely don't feel like doing it now. Absolutely not. It feels so gross. Like people are losing their jobs. Why would I be like buy skincare or join the team knowing full well how much I was making to recruit hey you know and in fact Rodan Fields was one of the companies that received a warning letter from the Federal Trade Commission you're using the pandemic to recruit so well what's so fascinating about that is that I um first of all we got an announcement saying like this is the language that you can use you can't use this language and yada yada but never did it say that the FTC had sent that so I didn't know that until I had left that the that Rodan and Fields was on the FTC uh, wow. list, right? So I saw, and I so that's what I'm saying is that I saw these people who I'm seeing here like this feels gross. I don't want to sell. I don't want to. I don't. I can barely function right now. Like this is another rep. Like hey, you got your stimulus check. This exactly. is a great time. That you know to to you know become a consultant. Use that money yeah. for this your own business. You know. Yeah. And it felt so gross that people, I would see that people being like, oh my gosh, my business is booming and this is such a great time and blah, blah, blah. And this, you know, this is an opportunity. This is a gift and you need to share this gift with people and all that crap. So I felt, it felt really gross. Um, And then obviously with um, people, then people using Black Lives Matter and using the protests for racial uprisings in terms of like a selling point which felt so gross to me I was like absolutely not I'm a woman of color this is not okay at all so it was around that time oh the one this is like the the one that I'm like ah I wish I would have seen this before so (laughs) I it was around this time I was still in but like not wanting to do anything I had a um, on one of the bigger teams that I was on, they said, we're going to have, this is a really hard times, everyone. We're not going to have a sale. We're going to have like a pampering event where we're just going to shower people with like love and pampering. And we can have small businesses um, on there to like help them out and promote. And so I didn't participate in it because I didn't feel like doing anything with Brennan Fields at that time. Um, but then I saw on the team pages that people were saying things like, oh, well, um, so if so-and-so wants to buy this and so-and-so, if you can, you can do this and you would, if they want to buy this bundle, you give them this discount off. So basically it was still a sale. They were saying it's not a sale, but then it was still a sale. They're still selling and promoting. And whatever the discount is, the consultant is giving the person that discount. That percentage. That's So what happens is that the higher up people have all these people who are making sales. Those people who are making the sales are giving the discount. And then they're still making commission off of those sales does that yeah. make sense so they're yeah. taking the discounted commissions they're getting the full commission but then their downline is taking is it's so it's so messed up so i saw that and i was like that's a bait and switch right it's a bait and switch when you say this is what it is it's a sale and then you say oh um oh sorry you say this is not a sale but then it actually is a sale and that just that was what i was like no okay 
yeah. around that time I had I had already listened to the dream podcast a long time oh, ago yeah. I had listened oh. to it when I was a consultant and I was oh. just here's the thing it was a good podcast my issue with it is that I didn't feel like it was reflecting my experience in an MLM so because it was very extreme it was the extreme things but they had all of a sudden I saw on my podcast like where I listen to podcasts it had bonus episodes right and so Mm -hmm. I went and I was like oh that's interesting so I listened to the bonus episodes that's where they talk about the cult like similarities right that's when things were like oh that's what this is all this other stuff like like, oh, people stocking all this inventory, not being able to, I was like, I don't do that. People going into like low income neighborhoods trying to sell, I'm like, I don't do that. Like, so all the things on the dream podcast didn't relate, but this finally did. And that same day was the day that Josie posted her first. Oh my God. Not the good girl video. I love Josie. Yeah. She's fantastic. And she, I mean, she's like a. Check out, um not the good girl on youtube she's so sweet her she's editing so sweet. skills are crazy right so hooks you in with that with her like whenever she first starts a video you're like whoa it's a big build up yeah i love her so she yeah. had images from rodan and fields conventions mm-hmm. in that first intro and that's when i was like I can no longer, because every time someone would come up with something very anti, or yeah, talk about anti-MLM stuff, I'd be like, no, but Rodan and Fields is different. I was literally like, no, Rodan and Fields is different. We don't do that. No, Rodan and Fields is different. And I genuinely believed that. I could no longer, I could no longer think that because there it was. Like, I could see it. That's when I was like, okay. There was also the time. Say it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's like listening to that episode and then the visuals of it and it just all kind of clicked. Yeah. And then the Time Magazine article that came out about MLMs profiting off of the pandemic was another like, mm-hmm. okay, here's a legitimate source that is tackling this issue. Rodan and Fields is there. They're listed in it. And so I was like, okay. And, and that's when I got into the whole, the rabbit hole of anti-MLM stuff. And I was like, I can't, I can no longer be a part of this. Um, I had a hard time. I'll be honest. I know you, you are not a fan of the product. I have heard your other, (laughs) (laughs) your other, um, podcast. I know, I know now, but I had a hard time at the time letting go of like using certain products. Right. Um, and because it just felt like this is what I'm supposed to be. It was so ingrained in me. And I finally, when I just started like looking up different companies and, and looking up different brands to use that are not MLM. <laughs> and I finally found like a combination that works. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, I have, my skin is so much better since I stopped yeah. using Rodan and Fields. And but it's and less expensive. Oh my gosh, my serum is like $6. <laughs> Right, because the, like, the thing is, is, like they have to mark it up so high because they're paying cuts to everyone up the Christmas tree, you know. <laughs> so they have to yeah. mark it up like that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, that was 
you know, I, when I found sort of dupes, right. So like other products I could use a place and start, and I saw how much better they were and how much less expensive they were. Yeah. I was, I was finally able to be like, I, cause I really considered maybe staying on as a customer. Um, I had a few consultants who asked me to do that and I'm like, <laughs> Um, so I just was able to do that, but it was hard when I, when I left because I called every, the people that I had recruited and told them what had happened. And then I, um, all my customers. So it was a lot of like crying and like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And like, this is how it is. One of the things, the lawsuit that Rodana Fields has for Lash Boost, I was at that time. It was sort of like a no. This is just a scam. Like it's just scam lawyers who are trying to scam people. Like it's not a real lawsuit. And so it was like oh. And they would, they said, do not click on this information, whatever the link is that tells you about it, because that drives up the algorithm. Wow! Wow! So now I see that was again like isolating information right so you're only getting information from keeping this information that and that goes under the bite model because i talk about yep. this all the time information control they want to yes. control what information you see and what information you don't see right so wow. it wasn't until you know i was like oh there i literally did not know that there were other lash serums <laughs> like available <laughs> yeah I'm like there are and I'll be fine like it's going to be fine yeah yeah so yeah (laughs) and then then real quick the last thing I do want to ask um recruiting so I mean just let's just be honest here if you're going to sell the product you're not going to make you're not going to make money off of only selling the product the real money think the only sustainable money i mean if you even get to that because we've seen the income disclosure statements is by recruiting right so if you don't recruit yeah you know recruiting is the answer that's what we were constantly told really yes it's rita rita (laughs) you know i did not hear i'm gonna write that down actually yeah there's so many there's like recruit and replace Recruitment is the answer. Um, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think of the other little things. Uh, oh, well, then the scripts, right? Like how you recruit, they, they tell you what to yeah, say. Yeah, they prospects. I've seen those. I've seen prospects. some of Prospects. Oh, you have a prospect. This is what you say. Use feel, felt, found. So I if someone comes back and is like, oh, you know, I, I feel like I don't have time for this. You can say, oh, I totally understand. I felt the same way. Um, I, but now I see that what I found was that you can actually fit this into the nooks and crannies of your day. So you don't have to dedicate all of this time, which is such a lie because you do have to dedicate much more time hard this is easy money but yet whenever you don't make it they say it's because you did not work hard enough and that's what they do so so you have to post more you have to reach out to more people you have and it's just constant 
I mean, you're trying you you're trying to recruit your competition basically. If it was about the product, why would you recruit your friend to sell the same exact product as you? You know what I mean? So yeah, that's the other thing. This is sort of a different. This is sort of like something that's different that I noticed and reflecting since leaving. But what I found also is that I, I felt the need or the pressure to maintain certain relationships that weren't unhealthy because of this idea like, oh, they're a customer or like, oh, they're a prospect. Does that make sense? So um, feeling like, hey, this person is kind of, you know, like not a consultant, right? Just someone out in the world and thinking like, this person is not really like, I don't know, they're, they have whatever issues <laughs> they have, but yeah, feeling like, but they're not like your cup of tea necessarily, sure. but yeah. And having, feeling this of like, I have had, I had people who did that, who would say, I, you know, like, oh, well, um, let me just, let me order, like them ordering from me or them like being interested was a way to sort of um, hook me. Does that make sense? Like they knew I had to be nice to them. <laughs> and I felt that pressure, like always, I, I had to relearn how to be out in like social settings and not be awkward and not be like, have an agenda of like, oh my gosh, trying to get to know this person because then they're my prospect of like you just three years. Like you can finally, like you don't have to fake it to anyone. You can be who you want to be and find yourself now. Right. And I'm, that's amazing. That's amazing. I'm so glad that you got out, oh, you know, because too. it could have been, I don't know, five, six more years and, yeah. <laughs> you know, it takes time to heal and get over it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I am, I am glad that I am out. I'm also, I'm really, really grateful that there is this anti-MLM community, um, yes. especially the ones that are, um, show sort of compassion towards those who are in and are, mm -hmm. say that again, I couldn't hear you. Unshaming, like, yeah, yeah because I look at this is, well, you're a victim, you know, you shouldn't be, you know, made fun of you know what I mean yeah. and yeah. The thing is people need to people need to understand and always keep in mind that these people were sucked into a cult you know and it, that's what it is you can't just ah you heard a cult oh ha 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 you know you know and ha ha reacting and things like that just you know be nice to them because who's gonna listen to someone that's you know, yelling in their face, you know, like that, like, it's not gonna work that way. So well, that's, that's what happened with the dream. When I listened to it, it just felt like this isn't my experience. These are the they're taking this extreme. And then when I would, you know, I did see other anti MLM content. And there are certain people that where I was like, this is just mean, right? Like, you're just, it's just a mean not kind approach and so seeing i think that's why not the good girl had such a big impact on me because it was like she was in it so she gets it like the top so mm -hmm. yeah yeah and j but just also like not someone from the outside who doesn't really understand um, right right so i really 
yeah, I think showing kindness and showing compassion. And if there's someone that you know, who's in it and you're like, you know, you just, you can't even say like, you're in a cult or this is a pyramid scheme. You have to use other language to be able to communicate that because it will, we are, we, we, I say we, um, <laughs> you'll be like, whoa, you know, you're just, yeah. And I talked about we, this in my last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, We've just been uh, trained to know how to respond to those things. Right. Right. Without critical thought. Oh man. Yeah. 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 So is there anything else you want to add? Um, let me see my notes. Mm-hmm. I thought you were like, oh, let me look at, let me think about my mental notes. But then I saw that you're actually no, I'm like, I'm scrolling. <laughs> I was like, okay, her mental notes. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, that's that's that pretty much it. So yeah, I mean, I think the only thing that I would add is that. So many times people think that these companies, your particular company is different somehow, and you've been convinced of that. And it's so hard sometimes, it's hard to see it, but it really is not. Um, not all the same. Mm-hmm. They are all multi level marketing companies, are the same. Yeah. And that is to, you know, have the ones at the top, at the tippy tippy top, make all of the money, and the ones down below. You know, if somebody returns the product, they're going to have to pay, you know, they're going to have to take that cut, you know, and man, um, again, I just want to thank you so much for sharing your story with me. It means, it means a lot and you're amazing. I'm so proud of you for leaving, for speaking out. That takes a lot of guts and, you know, I'm sure that, you know, later on after you, you know, start to find yourself again, you're going to help so many people. So, so many people. Thank you. Thank you so much for offering a platform to be able to share stories. I really appreciate it. I think I, I really do. Um, I, I really do mean it when I say that people who are in the anti-MLM community, there are really wonderful people who are very kind and supportive. And so it, cause it's scary to leave a group and then to feel like, where, where where do I turn to? These are my friends. This is my tribe. These are like who I, who am I going to talk to about this? So right. I'm glad yeah. that you know. I'm glad that we can be here for you and that you know you found out about anti MLM advocacy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right, I stopped it, and then I'm going to go in. I'm going to edit it and be like. Man, you guys, what a story. And I just want to thank her again for coming on and speaking to all of us. I am so thrilled to have her in the anti-MLM community. And I hope that everyone enjoyed it. And thanks so much for listening.